Furniture Faction. I'm your host, Jimmy, right next to Jason. How you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Kind of jump into it. I'd say we're going to dive a little deep into process versus outcome. It's kind of the title that we're going with. I think there's a lot of good information. So you want to take us away on that? Yeah. So uh, this is a topic that um, I've thought about for a while. Uh, I've heard a couple people uh, speak to it um, here and there, a couple motivational speakers. Uh, I've read it in a couple books and maybe not put exactly the way that, that, you know, we're going to relate it to the furniture industry. But, um, you know, one of the thoughts in this process versus outcome is as human beings, as people, we tend to focus on the outcome in everything that we do. So, you know, we, we start dating somebody and we want them to be our girlfriend or our boyfriend. Yeah. So we're, we're waiting for that outcome, right? instead of enjoying the process or you're, you know, you're walking through Disney with your four really bad children, yeah. you know, that, that punch and kick and, and bite you, you know, you're just waiting to get to the exit, right? Yeah. You know, instead of enjoying the process. But, you know, I think we do that in a lot of things, especially, you know, in, in sales, we look for the outcome. We wait for the customer to say, yeah, write me up, you know, yeah, yeah put that on my account. Yeah, I'm ready to purchase that yeah, go ahead and add that on. We're waiting for that outcome. We're waiting for the outcome to get our commission check, right? We're waiting for that outcome to hope that we get this big amount in, in, our, in our bank account when, you know, in all reality, that's our determination. By the process that we have to get to that outcome is going to determine what that outcome is. So instead of focusing on the outcome and focusing on what's going to happen, or playing out in our mind, you know, all these scenarios that we build up in our mind as to good, bad, or indifferent as to what's going to come from it, the better focus is to focus on the process, right? And I think in almost anything, you know, to become better at anything, you have to adjust the process as you go. And you have to analyze and you have to get down on a micro level to, to fix the process in order to get a better outcome. If you're having the same outcomes as a sales associate, if the outcome is always you're falling under 60% in non-merchandise closing, if your outcome is you're always falling under 50,000 in sales, well, that means there's something wrong in the process, right? So you need to take account and take a personal assessment as to what your process is from start to finish. And when I say from start to finish, I mean from the time that you see the customer, you know, to the time you end whatever you know, interaction that you have with them, whether it's writing up the cell or them leaving, you know? Yeah. Um, so I want us to, you know, talk a little bit about that process, you know, what that looks like and start to really break it down so that we can, you know, help some sales associates get to some better outcomes. So I'll ask you, you're in the stores quite a bit, um, when it comes to process and, and, you know, let's just start from that beginning mark of that greeting, um, what do you see in process with sales associates as it relates to the greeting that breaks down almost all the time immediately when they have that first interaction with the customer? Well, so I think there's multiple multitude of things, but you know, to, to kind of simplify it or condense it down to one, I think that a lot of times it comes down to either fear or doubt. I think that they get afraid of the no they get afraid of I'm not going to land a large ticket and then also the doubt of 
but my non-merge size is down, my sales are down, or traffic has been down, they're probably not buying. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, we've talked on this a lot, perspective and stuff like that, and, you know, as we deal with humans, you know, we're all human, we're going to have those days. So I think that it breaks down to that process is we have to get that out of our mindset knowing like, okay, it's time to perform. Mm -hmm. So anyone that is successful, in my opinion, they have that mindset. They have that, that light switch to say, okay, I have to perform. I have to do better. And ultimately, like I've said before, is like, you have to be selfish, right? So being selfish doesn't mean that you're greedy or malicious, but it means that like, okay, I have this goal in mind. This person walking is going to help me put more food on my table. You know, so all the time, like we need to stack the table full. So that way when a rainy day does come, we're still fed. And it starts with that approach. And to make a customer feel comfortable, to make a customer understand why they're there, who we are, what the brand is, is very important. And, and so that process takes a lot of training. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that just the greed is so simple, just go out there and say, hey, how are you? We're not trying to do the whole welcome to Moe's type thing. Um, we're not trying to be Chick-fil-A, we're trying to be us. And, and we believe that we can give that type of customer service right out of the gate without even selling them anything. We can provide that um, first thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, being in the stores, I think that is one of the biggest things. And I know, you know, you're in the stores a lot as well. Uh, we talk often and also other stores, other dealers that we're not a part of, we hear things and, and there's always chatter. Um, I, but I do believe that that approach is, is very important, but I think that middle part is what where we kind of slack at um, with the process because I think that anybody can be taught how to greet um, so when you're walking into the store you know I kind of get it back to you but mm -hmm. when you're walking into the store and uh, you know maybe that you're not in there every day but you know there's a lot of times that you walk in and you see it firsthand sometimes we scratch our heads and, and sometimes we're like hey high five mm -hmm. what do you think um, you know from an ownership level what do you think it should be like what does that process look like to you ideally like that you think hey this is how it should be and this is what is happening mm. but sometimes you see it and you're like oh that's not what i intended yeah so so you know that's a very complex question and, and to be honest with you i can get really into the weeds on that because yeah. i see a lot of a lot of things that go wrong and you know just just being completely honest you know let's let's admit this as as you know as people you know not everybody's born to be a salesperson Right. Yeah. So in uh, in some circumstances, we've made bad hires. Mm -hmm. You know, we've hired people that, you know, do not have the personality to uh, be in retail sales. Um, the, 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 that's just one of the small things that I see. Second to that, you know, sometimes we, we hire to fill a position, but we don't hire personality. Personality is everything. Um, I, you know, I think every time I have the opportunity to talk to a new sales associate, I tell them the same thing. And that's that 80% of that job, and maybe it's even more, 80% of that job is personality. It's talking to people. It's getting, you know, building that relationship up. Yeah, trust and factor. The trust factor, building the trust factor, selling yourself, selling the business, then selling the product, and in that order. And in selling yourself, you know, you have to be you know, outspoken, you have to, uh, you know, be able to, you know, put on that salesperson hat and realize that, you know, maybe it is an act for you. Maybe it's not that you necessarily are that, you know, bubbly, 
you know, crazy acting person like, you know, you know, maybe some of the other sales associates that we highlight, but that, you know, you need to have that personality that is welcoming to that customer. And when customers come in, you better believe that they've been to other places. And it, it, it can be as simple as you being the person that had the best attitude and the best greeting possible that gets you that sale. I can promise you, I can tell you, you know, for me and my wife, I can tell you for, you know, a lot of friends and family that I have, it doesn't always break down to the dollar, right? We always, you know, everybody wants to make a deal. Everybody wants to get a good deal. But I'll tell you right now, if it's within reason, I will overpay to get good service from somebody and to to do business with somebody that's trying to earn it. You know, I want somebody to earn my business. And when you earn my business, you got me for life. Yeah. And, and I think that the biggest concept, if, if I could get every sales associate to realize this, grasp it and put it into play, is building that truthful, honest relationship with the customer that's not based on necessarily you trying to make a sale. Of course, you're wanting to make a sale and you're wanting to accomplish that. But just being that good human being of greeting somebody, acting like you want to be at work and you want to be there and you want to earn their business. Yeah, you want to serve You want to serve them. generally want to earn their business. Exactly. You're not just another number or that person's not just another number walking in. That Their business means something to you putting on that face and showing them through the greeting of how much you want to do that for them. If they'll allow you to do it, you have to, you know, you have to humble yourself, you know, to, to customers in the way that I see it. I feel like you got to humble yourself, you know, even as a business owner, I think that's the best thing that you can do is humble yourself to everything else and put yourself, you know, down at the bottom and realize that this person you know, is your customer and you have to earn their trust and earn their business immediately. And that first impression that those sales associates give is everything because it could simply be that you have a customer coming in that's kicking the tires, that wants to shop the price, wants to check out something. A lot of times they'll even come in, they've been on the internet, everybody's got the internet, you know, and they go on the website and they say, wow, Badcock's got that same looking sofa that we saw at Rooms to Go and it's $300 cheaper. Let's go and let's just take a look. Now, they're not going to come in and tell the sales associate that they just went to rooms to go and that's what they're doing. But they're going to come in and they may not want any contact at all. Say, no, I'm just looking, you know, and they go through the whole spill. They go there, they look at that because they want to see it. They want to see what it feels like. They want to see the colors. They want to see if it's built better than the one that rooms to go had. And that may be the one that they want, but maybe that same thing's going on. They see that same one at Ashley's. So they want to go check out the one at Ashley's. Well, I guarantee you, that if you greet them in a way that is positive and that earns their trust and that you know you were really showing them that you want to help them by any means possible, that gives you an upper hand in them coming back to you. Because nine times out of ten, you know, we're gonna be in the same price range. You know, we're gonna yeah. be the quality, I have no doubt about that. You know, we can, you know, we can beat the quality. But, you know, sometimes it's going to boil down to what the personality is. And if you're one of those that just comes up and says, oh, you know, hey, how you doing today? You know, the Phil, don't be the Phil, you know, kind of guy or girl. You're not going to, you know, that's not going to bring you more business. So we've got to, you know, we've got to dive a little deeper into that. 
um, and breaking that process down so that we can, you know, go kind of go to the next step. So well, I, I think that too, the, the goal for a sales associate or a sales manager or anyone in the industry should be to be in the conversation. So if your goal is yeah. to be in that conversation, that means that that customer does leave there. They go to another furniture store, right? Yeah. Is your name in that conversation? As that drive continues, as the day goes on, when they get home, they're trying to make their decision. You know, I really like A, but B was really cool. But the only name they can remember is Jason or Jimmy. Mm -hmm. That's the key for me over the years is to try to be in the conversation, no matter what it is of the aspects of, of the, the job, if it's with the customer, if it's within the company, if it's within the store. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you believe, you know, that you want your name in that conversation, you will do things to get you there, yeah. you know, and breaking down that process. And I mean, you could take it a million different ways. And that first approach is huge for the process. But where we fall short sometimes is we overlook the training. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're talking about in the very beginning is, you know, we are so quickly to move forward or fast forward to that outcome. Like, Hey, I need, I need $3,000 this month, man. And you know, man, this, this customer didn't buy and you're so eager to get to the outcome. But most of the time, if you were to stop looking at numbers and enjoy the process that you're speaking of, you'll find success a lot faster because it'll mm -hmm. happen by accident. Yeah, Sometimes when you squeeze something so much with that stress, it, it gets lost. Yeah. So where do you see, you know, kind of, we'll kind of dive deep and we may have to go over a, a few, few episodes of these, but I do think it's important that process that gets lost. And I would talk on the sales associates. I was just talking to business in general, sales associates and managers. Where do you see that, that loss of translation? You know, that process we used to do it, don't do it. We overlook it don't look at enough. So kind of breaking down the process, um, where do you see us as falling short? So, you know, probably a hard question because there's probably a lot of, <laughs> well, lot I of mean, avenues. I see us, a, I see us doing a lot of things good and I see us doing a lot of things that need training. Right. You know, I'm not going to say improved. bad because, yeah. you know, it might not necessarily be a bad thing. It just may be a learned thing that needs to be broken or that they don't understand. Or in a lot of cases, they see somebody else in the store doing it doing, yeah. and they emulate that and they think that it's okay I've because it's, for a long time. that's right. Yep. And it hasn't been corrected by the manager. Can amen. I get an amen? Amen. So, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes that does happen, but you know, the biggest, the, the biggest breakdown in that process that I see, you know, again, in our stores is, and I think you touched on it a little bit, is the training aspect of that and, and having a conversation like we're having now where the sales associates understand how important that first piece is. That, that greeting, that, that first package is, is everything. You know? so, you, so you think that the training breaks down the process, that, or we, that's where we're missing it, or do you think it's more of like the evaluation and the conversations that has the most impact? So... Well, I mean, so the the first part is always going to go back to training because one, you have to out train the bad habits, and some right. people have these bad habits that they don't know necessarily that it's holding them back or that it's a bad habit. Yeah. So until we train the process a little bit, we can't go any deeper into it until they know what to do. So, you know, and, and I think as we move forward in this, we'll we'll 
you know, on the next episode, we may break that down a little further and just keep moving through that process to, to get deep into it. Yeah. But just to wrap it up, um, you know, that first part, that training process that we need to go through needs to be happening in every store. And honestly, it needs to be happening weekly. It's yeah. not just a new associate or, you know, a, a, a new person coming in type thing. You know, this is somebody that's been there for 15 years. Sometimes we just got to get back to the basics, you know, and, and let everybody know what's expected and, and what works and what works consistently. And plus that repetition of that training and doing things like uh, role playing and, you know, those kinds of things that those things build that that builds confidence and if you go into something with confidence you are going to have so much more success than you would with no confidence so i think the training is the biggest part and building that confidence up you know with our sales associates and i think that i think we're on the right direction of doing that breaking this process down first and understanding what the process looks like can get us to that outcome so I'm excited to talk more about it. I know you are too. We want to dig deep, guys. As you guys listen to this, uh, you know this podcast, and you know we're breaking these things down. You know, please send us some comments. We really want to know what you guys think about this, and we want you guys to deep dive into this with us too, because you know we're trying to make this better. And if we know what we can do to help fix that, it's going to make it a lot easier for all of us to work together and get to that outcome that more successful outcome a lot quicker, and that'll help us, you know, develop this process. So uh, for this episode, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you on the next one.